Welcome to the Wildlands. I'm David. And I'm Matt. And in today's episode, we'll talk about our Catch and Kayak 2020 reaction, as well as 2020 weather effects. Strange things have been happening. And stay tuned till the end of the episode because we'll give you our product of the day. So let's jump right into it. All right. So if we start looking at like uh, like in our first category, first category, Matt, was our Catch and Kayak event uh down here in, or up here, depending on where you're listening from, uh, in Bathurst, which uh, we've been putting on for the last couple of years. And uh, we'll give you our 2020 tournament reaction of how it went. And, and not just that, like, we're talking about 2020 reaction, but we're also saying, like, we're also looking into the the virtual aspect of it the Definitely. outcome that 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 uh, that, ha- that has you know entailed covid-19 exactly uh and we're also looking at you know maybe future ideas that oh, we definitely. may have yeah. i think that's something that we could obviously look into yep uh and you know we're going to be looking at at we're going to be giving you guys our own take on the tournament being that you know Matt and I have been a big part of it this year. Big part of the organization of this year, and definitely we'll be able to like give you guys, you know, what our into our, our our ideas of the the this event has turned out to be, and our ideas on what the future events that we wish to be able to to continue are yep. going to be like uh, as well. Yep. So I mean, you know, I'm gonna pass this one off to you for right now. Uh, I think I think you've you've pretty much received most of the brunt end of everything that's been yeah, happening in this bit. event. Uh, due in part that, I mean, you're, you know, not just an organizer, but you're also the judge. Yep. <laughs> not the executioner, but... <laughs> no, the judge. Yeah, that's right. You're the judge yep. of this event. So I'm going to let you uh, take the mic on this one. Well, for this year, like you said, you know, with COVID-19 and everything, we had to change it up a little bit. Um, we did go virtual, which means, you know, instead of having a weekend of fishing, we decided to do like a week-long tournament, meaning the guys can, guys and girls can... Uh, you know, photo submit their own catch via email, measurements, you know, with their registration numbers, and, and it's fair. Um, this being said, during a week-long um, event, I I really thought, I mean, it was going to blow up because on, on our weekend events, usually we have, you know, a huge amount of fish caught and everything else. And this year... Um, Especially in the time that we're at. That's that's what I'm saying. Being like, that, like end of June usually is our peak yeah. moment for and straight bass. And we're going to touch the topic two at the same time as we're talking about this because the weather had a enormous effect on yeah, our, our, our tournament. Exactly. You and, know, and it's unfortunate, I find. It's very unfortunate, especially in, in this year where COVID-19, you know, a lot of people were, were really hoping to get out there and fish. And I mean, they probably still did. Yep. Uh, but it, it did have a big effect on it. Um, you know, we had, as as every year, we have a shore division and we have a uh, kayak division. Yep. Uh, the registration numbers were actually pretty 50-50 with uh, the, the, uh, the numbers in each division, which surprised me, to be honest with you, because this year I thought one of the two was going to really, really explode, uh, being shore division. Yep. I was sure with everybody staying home and everything else, I thought the shore division was just going to explode. But it was 50-50, which is, it, it, we still had more shore than we had last year. 
Uh, I think. I think we did. Last year, we only had like five. That's what five I'm saying. Five or six. On shortage. And then the rest, it was like 15 or 16 that were yeah. uh, kayak. Exactly. Yeah. So, and then we'll be talking about if that. That also ties into our future plan, maybe a little bit. Uh, we'll, well, yeah. we'll be talking about that in a few exactly. minutes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the change of rules did help, uh, being as this year, every other year, we always used to go um, artificial lures only. And you know, like me, Dave, a lot of guys around here, you know, like to fish with bait. And yeah. because of the virtual thing this year, we did decide to... Or in uh, French, they say la boîte. La boîte. <laughs> but this year, we decided to uh, allow for bait fishing as well. Yeah. Um, as long as they I, followed, you know, the federal rules. The federal rules. Exactly. You know, everything, everything is good there. And yep. uh, I don't think it really necessarily gives anybody an advantage. It just broadens the range of people you'll reach to register in the tournament. Yeah. Which, when it comes down to it, is the whole point. Well, you know, it, like, I don't I don't think it gives anybody the, uh, you know, like a, a, an edge on anything. No, no. Uh, the, only, the only difference is, is you have maybe more scent that's in the water. But, I mean, the current's so heavy. Here especially, yeah. Yeah. Um, in terms of, like, if you're on the beach, I, you know, I, I my, Matt and, well, Matt and Noel... Yeah. Um, and myself, we went. Our other Matt. Our other Matt. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we went to uh, Lille Me School and they fished with bait there. Right? Oh, did they? Okay. Yeah. Well, like uh, you could fish with soft bait and you can fish with bait. But I could see that, yeah, okay, bait fishing over there is okay because the current's pretty much universal. You're at the you're at the end of a, I mean, it's just straight out of ocean. Yeah, ocean that's, that's in front like of you. us in a bay with a... Exactly. You know, really um, pivotal point of current. Exactly. So yeah, I could see bait fishing being an advantage there because your your scent's gonna stay in a in a roughly in a good general area. You okay. know what I mean? Uh, but then when it comes to down here at UL Beach or something like that, you're looking at like such heavy current, be it out, be it in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's going. It's going. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you can keep it on the hook, well, so be it. But it, I. So you got to really hold it in there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like we were saying, federal laws and everything like that, like, again, you're supposed to have it as uh, barbless. All lures this year are barbless, though, exactly. whether it be fly, uh, soft bait, hard bait, yeah. or uh, scent bait. Exactly. You know, like so actual bait. Right then and there, you're actually almost at a disadvantage going with bait fishing of because course. unless you keep your barbs on, or that unless you're ready, fly right off. unless you're ready for the set. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, because they'll bite it and they'll spit it right away. Yeah, true. Compared to where you're you're reeling in. Yep. On a soft bait, I mean, you already have tension on that line. Yep, exactly. So I know I know a lot of guys that lost fish because of the barbless rule for this year. Yep. Oh but, no, that's true. I mean, absolutely true. You know, we're following and, the rules. Yeah, and uh, no, and and like you said, you know, it's it's just. Like this year, has, I almost feel as though like this year was kind of like a double-edged sword for us because yep. not only did we have this this pandemic mm. uh, that we'll say that, well, that we'll say that's what it was. Um, not only did we have this that created, uh, you know, a hindrance to the evolution of this project of ours, yep. but then after that, we just didn't have like the weather to go with I it. Know. You know it, what I mean? I mean, the week before the tournament, was like record-setting temperatures. Yeah, exactly. Which affected the water temperatures, which affected the fish. Yep. Which in turn brought in thunderstorms. Yep. 
which in turn brought in wind. Like <laughs> so, I mean, like the week before, like the week back there. Yeah, it, there was no wind. It we was, were not getting was, wind. There was no. like calm days. I know. And then the tournament hits, and it's and just it's like, like it's wind galore. And I mean, not extreme. No, but too no, much. Not extreme, but I mean, <laughs> you know, compared to like, well, what was it yesterday that I went out? Yeah. Yeah, it was yesterday that we went out. Yeah. I mean, I was in Nigadu. Hmm? You were in Newhall. Yeah, that's, you know, a good I mean, 20, 30 kilometers away. Holy smokes. When that that storm hit us when we were out there, it was like, well, it put was it this raining way. so heavy. <laughs> I had I had a group uh, out that uh, that I was guiding for uh, for some fishing. And for the first time in the, no, sorry, for the second time since I'm guiding, I had to cancel the trip because of the wind. Oh, yeah? It, oh, yeah, I had to, like, I mean, we got out and we were drifting so hard. I, I just told everybody, you know, we're going to reschedule this yeah. to, to have a better time. And, and we're, and I think those, there were some of the, the, the clients that you had there that were participants in the tournament. Yep, two of them were. Uh, Under they, the kayak division. Yep, they were in the <laughs> kayak division. Uh they had that was their second out, time out that week. Well, yep. you were with us the I first was, time they yeah, were. Out. I was with you guys the first time. And uh, I mean, you were there. You saw it. We fished hard. Yep. We had lines in the water for five hours for a long time. <laughs> and with what we saw, conditions were right. Yep. Everything was good. Yep. Warm water. No there fish was, to be found. There was barely any like. Uh, any boat traffic either. So, yeah, I mean, there's, there's nothing up. that was, there was nothing stirring up anything no. there. It was just, there was nothing happening. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like if, if we get back onto the topic of the, the actual catch and kayak tournament. Yeah. I mean, uh, like we were saying, like our initial idea of that tournament, like let's say we, we go back in time. Okay. When we thought about the tournament, and, and it's really unfortunate again, like we're saying, because of this whole pandemic thing, because we had, we had envisioned something that we wanted to do with this tournament. And then unfortunately we had to change the format entirely yeah. to a virtual style tournament. Mm-hmm. Before then it was like, we were looking at, uh, we were looking vendors. at it, vendors. Yeah. We were looking at kiosks. We were looking at, you know, really going in and grabbing locally yep. sourced companies from New Brunswick to be able to like expose their product yep. to everybody that was around here in, in Bathurst. And I mean, it, it's, it's like we were saying, you know, it, it's, it was for the prosperity and the betterment of the city of Bathurst yep. to be able to do that event that way. But we just got like, Side, we got bulldozed oh, right yeah. over. Yeah. Not even sidetracked bulldozed. Is, yeah, you know, exactly. As a lot of other people have. Oh with yeah. This, you other know, events like, have we're been... not saying that it's, it's just us, but you know, that's where it comes down to. If we, if we talk about future, you know, um, instead of instead of starting to plan, because I mean, when you try to plan this, uh, it's we we start where there's so many events planned here in the city. You know, um, it's it's planned a long time ahead, but it's in my opinion not long enough. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna look into um, really getting. Like we said, hopefully the pandemic is over by 2021. Yeah, you know, next year. We're, we're, ho- we're hoping about this yeah. and we're very hopeful. And I mean, you know, positive vibes. Yeah. But, um, but you know, uh, as for future, uh, I'm considering maybe date changes 
Every other year, it was always yeah. around the same time, and it was great. And even one year, the first year was later than this. It was in July. It was in July. You know, we were looking at. Uh, I think it was somewhere around the fifth or seventh yeah. of July. It was a whole week yeah. or two ahead of. of oh yeah, yeah. Of what this was. Oh yeah. yeah. Now, also, I know uh, at the beginning when this whole thing started, we called it catch and kayak because it was really based on a kayak tournament. Well, yeah, their their focal point was for kayaking. But there was always a shore division. Exactly. And like we just talked before we were on, on the air here, you know, every single year we had to repeat ourselves saying, oh, yeah, well, there is a shore division, and then people would be all surprised and then yeah, register exactly. that. It was so, like a misinformation. Yeah, I think. Misguided I, information with the name of the event. There definitely will be uh, a name change. Yep. So we're still working that out. I mean, we just literally talked about this five minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, but we've both been thinking it probably for a while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I think this has been a discussion that's been pretty yeah. much in the air with us, with even our following, that the name is just too misleading. Misleading. For the, you know, the the prospect of what the event can be. I think uh, it should be a name of an event. Yeah. Then brings people in and then they can see, oh, I can register in this division, this division, Absolutely. this division, you know. Yeah. I, like, I think that that would be important. The the main focal, the main fish, the, the species that we, we go for is straight bass. Yep. Right? So, I mean, you know, the name should reflect the fish that we, the, yep. the species that we are actually going for. Mm-hmm. Now, the only dilemma with that is that you have Miramichi that has a striper cup. Striper cup, Exactly. So you want, like, we're almost in direct competition other than the fact that I know that a lot of people, especially this year, have been asking that we do a boat division. Exactly. The only difference with, the only thing with that is that you need the traffic to be able to do a boat division. Yeah. Because I feel like if we do one, Mm -hmm. like, we'll end up maybe with, like, one or two boats. That can go... If we get it out there early enough... Yeah. I think boat could be good. The only problem is, for us compared to Miramichi, is that where the boats can go to fish is a small area. Yeah, That's we, what worries me. Yeah, we don't have... Well, we don't have... We have a whole bay. We have a whole bay, but regulatory... Everybody concentrates in one spot. Exactly. You know? And, and regulation-wise, I mean, the scope of what our boundaries have always been have been limited to what would be safely manageable for kayaks exactly. and not necessarily for anything that's, you know, powerboat, motorboat, whatever. Yeah. So, you know, like I wouldn't, I'm not saying that like, especially, especially to those that, that have asked that we have a, a boat division included for following years. I'm not saying it's like, it's not a possibility. I just don't necessarily see the, you know, like the, the the manageability of it because I think that it's, we'd have to open our shores up for quite a ways. Yeah. And and that, that also ties into, you know, what we were saying we wanted to do for other years as well. Yeah. Um, well, like we were saying, if we talk about, let's say future, mm-hmm. you know, challenges or endeavors that we'd like to do with a tournament is we'd like to be able to contact and, 
almost create a series for Abbé des Chaleurs. Yep. And, uh, you know, Hook and Paddle have their series. Mm -hmm. And once again, I mean, not throwing dirt on these guys, mm -hmm. but their concentration is quite a lot in the south of the province, right? Let's Other say... Than, let's say I'll let you go on. That. I'll let you go on. That. <laughs> I know where you're going. I yeah. know where you're coming from on this yeah. one. Yeah. But other than the fact that, you know, they have the striper cup, mm -hmm. and then we used to be on this. Uh, exactly what I was going to say. We used event. to be part we, of this series. Exactly. We used which to. Which brought be. us in a lot of people. Yeah. And this this year, they decide to drop us last minute. Well, which, which affected us big time. You know, it affected us big time in a certain sense that, uh, well, one, we had, we were not expecting it. Yeah. Two, we had just, you know, discussed about it. Literally. About, about the tournament and how to be able to preserve mm -hmm. our, you know, <laughs> our participation, I would say, of the event. The one thing that really got me, though, is that Our how inclusion. they dropped us and, like, literally replaced us with another, tur like, another event. The same day. The same day, just in a different region of the yeah. province, which well, did not know, seem fair. But it, anyway. it was obviously something that had been foreseen. Oh, of course. Prior to the to the meeting. Yeah. Uh, anyways, that's, that's something on another topic that we'll talk about. But... Um, as for being in a series, I think that the future there. Um, well, you know, for the north of the province. Yep. Because there's almost nothing going on. No. And and we have a huge demographic for, mm -hmm. well, you know, geography. Geograph, ge Geographical. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Geographical. There you go. There you go. The geographic area yep. that we uh, hold. Yeah. Be it in the, you know, northern part of New Brunswick to even like our neighbors, which is yep. the Gaspésie side um, of, of Quebec, yeah. um, that we share the same body of water. We maintain a huge part of, of the of the population, the, the you know. Oh, the, the striper population, pass, once, yeah. once they spawn in the Miramichi River, um you know, they spend their summers here, Yep. which again, we will be talking in our second topic of warm weather because... And how it's affected. What's happening now yep. happened last year in August. Yeah. So yeah, that's just right. to say how the weather, warm weather kind of... It, it kind of pushed back. It boosted forward. Yeah. Everything exactly. that's happening. So exactly. anyway. But uh, no, definitely. So like when we're looking at a series... You know, in the Bay de Chaleur, yep. we're looking at like, for instance, I don't know, uh, one or two years, the event would be held in a certain city. And it's almost like it would practically be like the the Olympics yeah. of striper fishing. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because the, each, each person that's involved in it, in the, let's say the, the committee of it would have the opportunity of getting the mandate for that next season. Yeah all depending on what they want to do and stuff like that. And and I think like the way that we looked at it was the city in charge of the tournament that year or the the following year, because I yeah. imagine the city would be decided prior to would be in charge of, you know, creating an event 
that we would foster in a certain sense to help yeah. out yeah um to make the event all that much better mm-hmm but obviously, you know, like it, this is up in the air right now. This is oh, definitely something this is in discussion be... that we've had and yeah. uh, we'll be able to work at it, uh, yep. you know, to make things happen. Because right now it's looking to be like a three, three area. Yeah, what you know, we have right now. We yeah. have, right now what we have is three yep. different areas uh, that we have to, you know, sit down and talk about. But yep. being three areas, I mean, that, that would make a nice change of scenery you know what i mean oh yeah, yeah and yeah. all within what two hours two hour drives each way we're, yep. we're the central one we're we're pretty much at the central hub yeah. and then we go two hours outside two hours north either left or, or right two hours north or two hours east yep exactly you know and uh with that it, it just i think it opens up it broadens our our audience yeah. so much more exactly because these other areas uh n- including ourselves when it's them that are going to be hosting it will will have the task of getting that clientele of you know yeah of reaching out to that clientele and reaching out to that traffic yep. that we need and that we desperately need and that we should get because it, it's it's something that's going to help benefit regardless the outfitter that that decides to hold it for that year and what's actually pretty cool too, coming down to, to categories, divisions, yep. is you know like me, every location has their preferred division. Oh yeah, oh yeah. One of them is almost strictly shore. Yes. There's us that have shore and kayak. Yep. And then there's one that's shore and boat. Exactly. So, I mean, you know. Yeah, and, and that, that and, again. But you can do every one at every place. Yeah. But and, the, the, the actual... You know, host or outfitter that's that's there has their specialty yep, in everyone. Ha- has their specialty. In which is how, pretty cool. You know, exactly. Has their, you know, yep. profession. Exactly. Yeah. So, no, for sure. And if we, like, let's, with that and what we've been talking about, especially since we kind of been hinting into, like, weather-wise and, mm-hmm. and different things like that, if we jump into what our second topic is. Yeah. Which is like the 2020 weather effects on fish on, on the actual fishing season. So far. So far. So, so much can change from now to. Exactly. And it's been so strange. Yep. In so many ways. Mm-hmm. I've been saying so. Yeah. Sorry about that, everyone. But it has created such a. I don't know, like a negative effect on yeah. on on discouraging effect on a discouraging effect yeah on the fishing season this year yeah horrible I mean if we look at like we were saying earlier on we've had this dry spell that hit us so hard that we had no rain well water levels in the rivers right now are end of July levels. Oh yeah. At the beginning of July. So, oh yeah. So that's that's pretty harsh right now. Speaks for itself. Yeah. And I mean, man, like heat, so much heat and the water is warm and it's just like it's like everything just moved forward so much in in terms of 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 the regularity of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
and I mean, you know, we'll go, we're going to talk maybe more about saltwater because that's where we've been fishing so far. I, I haven't yeah. hit freshwater once yet this I've been, year. Yeah, I've been, I've You've been, been? In, yeah, okay. I've been I, in a few freshwater pools uh, since, so far. Since we went like at the really beginning of spring where it was still melting, oh, yeah. I have not touched yeah, anything. Yeah, I've, I've been on different rivers and stuff like that Okay, for trout. And I mean, usually you get something good, yeah you get good runs of trout but yeah. i can tell you right now that there has been absolutely nothing until only recently there's been a few trout that have started to come up okay but uh, the gasparo is uh, like usually you get trout in before you get the gasparo yeah. and the gasparo already came up through the river yep and that's what we were seeing in the rivers thinking that it was trout but they're not even biting at all no no that's yeah, not exactly. biting at all and but, like salt water for me yeah you know uh when we're out with clients um, fishing for stripers, I start seeing seeing jellyfish, you know, August. I've been seeing jellyfish for three weeks. Oh yeah, like this is not normal. Last night. Oh, last beach night was, was insane. Filled I know you saw jellyfish. that too. Right at oh, the, right at the point. Yeah, exactly. I know everywhere. Yeah, yeah, it's, out it's there. insane. And and not just that, but like salmon. I know nobody's been catching anything for salmon wise. Well, they, that actually did start over the weekend. Really? Yeah. Because I, I feel that it's been like, it's been a dead season. But from, like I have a, I have a pretty good buddy of mine that's in the, uh, in the salmon association and the salmon, uh, like they have a, a reserve stretch for the salmon club. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And he was out there, uh, last weekend, a week ago. Okay. Saying that they were starting to catch their fish. Oh, all right. Which is 10 days earlier than last year. Really? So again... The warm weather, even with low no, uh, water levels, yeah, still has brought the fish in. Okay, and like you and I saw on what was it Wednesday night, the salmon yeah, jumping everywhere in the bay. Oh man, like it was everywhere. beautiful to see. And the water was dead still. It was weird. It was weird as ever, but it was awesome to see. Yeah, you know. Oh man, I I don't I don't believe, like I've seen salmon jump. Yeah, but I have never actually witnessed salmon jumping out in the middle of the ocean no me neither and we were literally in pretty much out in the middle of the well not in the middle but we were out there far we were, we were in the outer bay we were in the outer bay i mean and pure salt water exactly There's and no... these salmons were like breaching oh yeah right beside the boat yeah uh, well i said the boat the kayaks oh, breaching yeah. right beside the kayaks and it was it was something to see and like it was quite spectacular. multiple times like one after the other pop 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 and I know. we were just like out of the water and then all of a sudden it would be dead still again and if you couldn't see them you'd hear them you'd everywhere. hear them you know because there was nothing you'd be else fishing all of a sudden you'd hear this giant splash to your right exactly. or your left and there's no like, boats man, there's no nothing nothing Oof, man. but like i told you though i again i googled this the next or that night actually when i got home because it was driving me insane and they were saying that uh, it's possible that, and I know, I know they're here already. Again, because my buddy in the river, it's possible that the salmon are jumping to get away from lamprey eels. Yep. Because I know the lamprey hey, eels are in the river systems right now. Yeah. Which again, ugly the, things. Oh, terrifying <laughs> things actually. <laughs> Those things are uh, are also early because of the weather. Yes. They're yeah. all they're already in. You know that should be. Well, Mid to end July. Well, the Gasparo is, is like I was saying, the Gasparo is the same thing. I, I know. I usually only see the Gasparo near end, oh, well, end, late mid-season of when yeah. we're bass fishing. I know. Like, we usually go like, oh, yeah, it's going to pick up once the Gasparo get in. They're already here. 
but they've already, they're already here and gone. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, it's, it's <laughs> odd, man. But again, this comes up to, uh, this happened to me last year. Uh, there was a two week period last year, like the last week of July and yeah. the first week of August. Yeah. Came to almost a dead, you know, standstill yeah. for catching fish. Yeah. It falls really bad for me because those two weeks are actually very busy weeks for a tourist season. Yeah. Uh, because of the, uh, the Quebec provincial holidays. Like, you know, you know, like me, they go, like everybody goes on holidays for those two weeks. Oh, yeah. So, a lot of tourists come in this year is not going to affect me because I think the borders are still going to be closed for then. Well, I'm thinking. But so what I heard is like beginning of August is going to be. I heard August 6th, which would mean like the week after those vacations are done. Yeah, the, they the did on purpose. Room. They yeah. did on purpose to not have an influx of yeah. people. Oh, I could understand that. Me too. I could but understand I'm, that. Because I'm actually kind of happy with that. Yeah. In a way. Well, <laughs> in a way, the Atlantic bubble opened up. Did you talk about, have okay, you seen this, how this much? might be off topic. Yeah. My wife told me earlier that at the border crossings, okay, from Prince Edward Island and Nova Scotia, okay, yeah, 17,000 vehicles came in the province on the first day. I know. Well, that's so what I'm saying. So put that at two people per vehicle. That's 34,000 people came into the province and that's only at two people. I know. And and that's what I'm saying. Like you, you see it already in the city of Bathurst. Mm-hmm. You see a whole bunch. I remember people were saying like, hey, I, it's kind of strange that we've been seeing so many different, you know, license plates mm-hmm. already. I mean, the bubble just opened up yesterday. I know. Uh, yeah, yesterday. Yesterday. No, no, yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. People but, were probably already waiting in line for the bubble to be open. The the lineup at the borders were hours long. Oh, I, I'm I hoping, doubt that. I'm hoping the tourists kind of picks up, but... Tourism should pick up. It should. It should pick up in, in certain... like. In my opinion, I think it would it should pick up on your side. I'm hoping because you're gonna have people that are gonna be wanting for adventure to do something exactly to get out of do something know. different. Yeah, you know, a lot of times people will come in and they're like the regulars that come into yeah. you know Bathurst and whatnot from other provinces. Yep, they got their routine. They'll go camping. And that's it. Yep. But I mean, now you're gonna have people that they were never able to do that. Nope. They've been stuck home all this time. Mm-hmm. They're gonna come in, you know. And they're going to want to look for something to do. I'm hoping. So, yeah, well, you know, we're hoping for it. But I, I, I do believe that, you know, I strongly believe that this is going to oh, be yeah. something, an advantage for you oh, right yeah. now. Yeah. But, uh, no, you know. Like, oh, and something, something, talking about the warm weather. Yeah. Something that you uh, witnessed. Oh, that, yeah. That I was not there for that because I left a little early. Like, just a bit, like half an hour too early. I know. <laughs> I know. Oh, you would have God. seen it, but... Uh, yeah, uh, how, how do we call them? Saddleback dolphins. Saddleback dolphins. At first, I thought we were going to... I thought we were looking at salmon that were breaching again. Okay. And my father and I, we were... Because you're on shore. Yeah, we were on shore. Uh, my father and I, because my, my father, he's registered for shore division now. Yeah. So... I was like, well, you know, he works out of town, so I wanted to make sure that, that he got his chance. And actually, he went again tonight, so oh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing if he actually caught anything. But cool. he went again tonight, and we're supposed to go again tomorrow morning. Right on. It, you know, weather-wise, it yep. depends. But um, no, like uh, at a certain point, I remember my father, he goes, uh, are those whales that we're seeing out there? And I go, well, it looks more like salmon. But then 
you know a salmon will breach and it'll and it'll dive back in. It's gone. Split second. These things look like a, a like from a distance. They look like a surfer catching a wave. Okay. You would see this like skimming right across the water, like like come out and then like water was like pelting out across the fin, and then you could see the back come right out. That was and. Cool. It's kind of funny because it's like they were riding the waves about it. Okay. But I know they were chasing something because it was like chaotic at a certain point where you'd see like two, three of them come out and then all of a sudden one come out and then one go across the, the you know, there was a green buoy. There's that, that like yeah. very last buoy out there and they were hitting around that buoy. They were going like back and forth and it's like, I knew it wasn't breakwater. Yeah. Because there's no way that like breakwater. That's in the channel. Exactly. It's in the channel, not just that, but I mean, like, even if a wave were curling, I mean, it's uniform on a certain distance. And yeah. then you see it move always back and forth, you know, yeah. always inwards. This was like, it going was going everywhere. left. It was going right. It was going like all of a sudden two, three at a time, one at a time. You know, like, it was just, it was really cool to see. Yeah, and, that would have been awesome. I'd like to see that. Yeah. And either, you know, like, I asked myself, I wonder what type of species they were chasing. Mm. Was it either bass? Was it either gasparol? Lamprey. Was it lamprey eel? Or was it the salmon? Yep. You know what I mean? Like, yep. There are so many species that all of a sudden just kind of like happened all at once. Yep. That, you know. That's odd. And this, I think about it. You're talking about lamprey eels. I shot this hypothesis yesterday. Lamprey eels, or we call them, or sand eels. That sometimes mm. we call them, right? No, no, no. Lamprey eels are lamprey eels. Lamprey eels are yeah, lamprey yeah. Eels. They're they they migrate up, they spawn, they die, and that's it. Yeah, I've, I I I'm was kind of wondering. The U-Haul area mm-hmm. is a sandy bottom, mm-hmm. and and most of the river system when you go up is a sandy bottom with grass, mm-hmm. right? When we went to Nigadu, mm-hmm. the 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 fishermen suggested that area. Says that he's been catching a whole bunch there. Okay, of bass. Of bass. Okay. And when when I went there with my father last night, uh, it's a very rocky bottom. Definitely. It is ground up rock everywhere. Yep. So I'm actually wondering if that's an area that lamprey eels do not go to, and no. that's why the sa- not the salmon but the bass are like pushed over, and that's why he's saying he's been catching a lot there, and not in the Uhal Beach. No, uh, my buddy. In Maryland, when I called them striped bass, I remember the first time I did that, he laughed at me like crazy. <laughs> they call stripers up there rockfish. Yeah. Apparently, okay. they prefer the rocky bottoms to sand. Well, there you go. To start off with. But the lampreys do go there because if you've ever been to the falls in the Nigadu River. <laughs> I have not. <laughs> I've been there when lampreys are there. The whole wall face of the falls. Yeah. Is crawling with lamprey eels. Oh, that's nasty. Yeah. So they, I know they do go in there. I, I mean, I just, I just find it's like, oh, it's man. Just, like it's nasty to think about those things. They yeah. are not. They're well, it's not that. Well, they're not good looking. They're not good looking. That's no, one thing. but, but do you see the mouths on those things, man? It's not just the mouths. It's how they move. It's like they move oh. so slowly, and then all of a sudden they, they go like fast, and then they'll yeah, move but slowly. But then it's like it's just like a it's like a teeth on the man. Jesus, it's like an earthworm of the ocean. With teeth. With teeth. It's I like mean, it's a tremor 
of yeah, the ocean. <laughs> yeah, the tremor of the ocean. You're right. That's exactly what it is. It is the tremor of the ocean. These yeah. things are the like. That's probably where they got their idea. Oh, of. I have to. <laughs> like, I mean, I've watched. I know this is again off topic, but I've seen. If anybody's ever watched River Monsters with Jeremy Wade, oh yeah, like my favorite TV show. Yeah. All right. He did an episode on lamprey eels. Okay. And I was like, man. You know, he went up there, and I remember in the episode, it took him, like, forever to find one. I'm like, dude, come here in July, you'll have a river full of them. Oh. But, yeah, anyway. Uh, I'm, I'm actually trying to find a photo of a lamprey uh, and, and, and the photo of the tremor. Just, I just, just want to see if I could compare it. Uh, it, it it'll be horrible. <laughs> no, definitely. I won't do it. Don't do it. It'll haunt your nightmares. I wanted to. I no, just wanted to see do it. it. Don't Google that. <laughs> and, but, yeah, no, uh... Catch numbers are down, warm weather. Horribly down. Weird things are happening. Everything's ahead of time. Jellyfish, salmon, lamprey eels, gasparole. Catch numbers are down. Like I usually am able to put at least one number in the catch and kayak tournament. Yeah. And this this year I haven't even been able to catch one. I've only hooked probably about 10 fish so far this year. Uh, Well, I did hook one, but I hooked one shore. Yeah. And and literally it was off the soft bait. That was at me school, and it yeah. was like it was the one of the only ones that was off a of soft bait. Yeah. And and even when I was using bait, yeah. I didn't catch anything with it. No, not know. one. But then my dad goes out last night and catches fourteen. I know. You know what I mean. So well, he was just on fire at you one know, point. He went out last. He he went out last night and yeah. caught fourteen. Well, after well he got there probably right as you were leaving, or he was there at the same yeah. time, but at the other end. But yesterday, weather was really cold. Yes. I left because I was freezing. Well, that's it. And that's why I'm saying I think the water is too hot. Yep. Well, exactly. And and I mean, it didn't... It, I don't know how to say that in English, but it, it it did benefit the water temperature for it to have rained Oh yeah. as much as it did. That's why tomorrow they're calling for about an inch of rain. Yeah. I guarantee you, beginning... Like, the next few days after this should be good. Should be good, yeah. But the tournament's over. The tournament's <laughs> over. I know. I'm, I'm I'm talking about just general fishing now. Yeah, general fishing. We're in topic two. We are yeah. no longer in tournament uh, topic. I know. What I, <laughs> I, want, I know. I wish that... The, I, I wish we could have... You know, there is something... And, like, I remember I had mentioned it at the beginning when we were talking about, like, what we should do in consequence to, to, to the situation that we're in right now. Yeah. Do you see how much it would have benefited us or benefited this tournament if the if we would have went with a two-week period rather than a one-week period. The bubble opened up yesterday. No comment. We would have had so much tourism come into this event. No comment. I know, but I, I mean, still, and I said it. I said it right away. I we, said we, we should go till the 10th. We said it, at yeah. the be- and it was. Yeah. And then when we got... anyway. <laughs> when we got the rules back, because okay, let's explain. Let's go back to topic one. <laughs> we've been we've been venting this oh, for too long. Man. <laughs> we've been keeping this inside. It's time. For, it's time. It's time for the talk. <laughs> Myself, yeah, the talk. Myself at Bass Attack Fishing and Dave at Drift Fishing were asked to co-host the event this year because the event is brought on by the city. Not talking. We have have nothing against the city. No. They've helped us out quite a lot. Amazingly. Without them, this event wouldn't (laughs) be there. But 
They asked us for our expertise and our opinions. We gave them that. We helped them out. They took some of it. Threw and away when, the rest. Of it. When I say some, I mean very little. They threw away the rest. And then when it came down to the event starting, they threw all the work back onto us. Yep. But we had no decision-making powers, which is unfortunate because we had we had a few ideas that could you have probably heard my, my yeah, side a little bit. So, but two weeks being one. Yep. Longer registration period being two. Yep. Actually having posters made. Triple yep. And any other kind of advertisement other than you know. A simple event page made on Facebook. Endless amount of yups. So, you know, again, all things that will be changed, hopefully, in 2021. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you have to say about that? Hey, man. Yep. I, I've, been, <laughs> I've been saying too much stuff for, like, the longest time. I, I got nothing left, man. No, I know. <laughs> I got nothing left. I got this. you. I got you. <laughs> Oh yeah. no! Well, you know what? It, it's it's over. It's over. We got in as of tomorrow being the last day yep. of the of the tournament for registrations, and as of Monday that we should probably start right away. Yeah, getting our stuff together. Yeah, putting it in a bag. Yeah, getting it all together. Oh, it's gonna. That's what it's. That's the plan. Oh yeah. Yep. And uh, getting right away. I mean contacting the people that we have to contact creating committee wise i think that's something that we should look at as well yeah uh, you know these are all things that we're going to bring together that was not brought together this year yeah um it there was an effort to try to do that don't get me wrong yeah covid19 screwed us up well big time. yeah it's like i said it, it, it bulldozed us over right there that so, was that was obstacle number one. Yeah, that was before everything else. That was obstacle number one. Well, yeah, exactly. And and I mean, when we were when we had started talking about finally, finally talking about it, about the tournament and actually working on it, COVID nineteen had already started. Not here. No, but it it wasn't here. But I mean, there had already been talks of it. Oh uh, yeah, talks of it. Yeah. You know on the news and, and yeah, you know yeah, yeah. In, in europe and, and whatnot and then the people were getting worried that it was coming over here to canada and, and so on and so forth saying that it was going to hit us anyways and like, Bam. I, I, I do re yeah exactly i do remember that during some of our last meetings i mean it was already in quebec oh yeah and british columbia yeah which were one of like the first places to get hit yeah so I mean, things were starting to get kind of sketchy already at that point, but we were kind of just being hopeful, hopeful that it wasn't going to be too bad. Yeah. Um, and then it just, like I said, it, it hit us like a cricket bat right in the yeah. face. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, anyways, <laughs> couldn't do anything about that. Nope. But we tried. Yeah. Yeah. That was the important part, you know? Yeah. And uh, obviously, you know, we had our setbacks. What doesn't kill you make you stronger. <clears throat> Isn't that like a song by like yeah. I don't Pink? Know. No. No. Uh, Kelly uh, Clarkson. No. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but that's not the name of the song. Okay. Why are we so off track? I don't know. I, I just... Uh, you you brought up Kelly Clarkson. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I apologize, everybody. <laughs> don't bring it up and don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no. So with that said... 
if we actually jump in, like we're talking, we talked about temperature wise and different things like that. Let's jump right into the product of the day. And since we talked about fishing, yep, let's do a fishing product. Absolutely. All right. So what I run uh, today, uh, f- what we're going to talk about is what I run for my clients on uh, for bass attack fishing as reels. I run the same company, but yeah. not the same reel. Ex- not the same like model, model of reel. Exactly. And my father runs the same, and Matt Noel, uh, one of our other guides, runs the same. Yeah. You know. He runs so, the same as me or as you? I don't know. Which one? No, no, he runs... Mine's like the the yeah no the he battle no he runs a a different one than all of us as well it's yeah. another model knowing him he probably runs one that's higher than all nope. of ours actually nope. not well then no nope. nope. my father has the higher the, one my, yeah my father yeah. has a higher one so what we're gonna talk about is uh pen reels now where we run in salt water I mean a big part of what we need to have all our gear is salt water rated. Pen makes great saltwater rated spinning reels. Uh, they make yes. conventional reels as well, but we're going to talk about spinning today because that's what we all use most of the time. Um, yep. You know, for our striper fishing. So, what I run is the Pen Fierce 2 reels. It's saltwater rated. It has the live liner model available as well if you want to do some trolling on a boat. I, I have actually two live liners yeah. and two non live liners. Um, Stefan actually loves uh, the live liner, even on a kayak. I find the the trolling speed on the kayak not really fast enough to use the live liner, so I don't use it. It comes in a variety of sizes. I run 4,000 series, but you can get them. I think you can get them starting at 2,500, and I think they go up to 8,000 series. Yeah, Six for sure, maybe 8,000. Yeah. Mine's not in the the thousand series. Mine's just like a two. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. No. Mine. The way it runs is like twenty five, four thousand. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I had so, the, the choice in those ones too when I chose it. And I, yeah. I yep. run. I run four thousand series just for the amount of line that I need. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is great. Oh yeah, and they, they're really good for that too. Yeah. That's no. what I find is, is nice about it. You can and you can run braid on them. They're braid ready spools. Yeah. You can get extra spools if you want. Yes. Um. Again, saltwater rated, so everything's stainless or aluminum. Mm-hmm. You know, sealed. Uh, they run at 129 Canadian when I bought them four years ago. I don't know what they're at now. I uh, last time I checked, I believe that all my, I don't my reel was still the same. Yeah, that's what I thought. Mine because I need to buy one more because I broke yeah. the handle on my one. reel was still the same. It was on sale. I think it, it was 169 when I bought mine, and mm-hmm. that, it was on sale at the time. Okay. Um, and then. Uh, the, all the other reels were all the same, okay. really. I mean, really, the only reason I didn't choose the same as you is because one was gold, one was red. Yeah. I wanted to make sure that I never confused both of them. <laughs> yeah, because you have the same rod as me as well. Exactly. Yeah, and mine, the Fierce are red. They're up, I believe they're up to the Fierce 3 now, I uh, believe. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Or did they did they change the name to... I think it might be the Wrath. No, it's not the Wrath. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, I use the Pen... Uh, fierce two reels you have the battle yeah it's like the battle, battle two i think yeah something around those my father uses the spin fisher in the i think he's got the six or the eight thousand series okay. but he's shore fishing uh braided line yes uh you know with an 11 foot rod he's casting out like a, a long ways out there oh. so he needed he needed more line on his reel yep 
But if you're going to be doing any kind of saltwater fishing, I highly recommend pen reels. Once again, not a sponsor. No. Just gear we use and uh, never had problems with it. So if you're thinking of doing saltwater fishing, definitely look into pen, uh, whether it be spinning reel, conventional reel. They also have rods. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Definitely uh, consider this brand. Yeah, and, and not just that. Like they have, like I would say consider this brand. Uh, as much as I'd like to say, you know, shop local if you can. Yeah. Um, I know that you can find them on Amazon. Uh, I've seen many, many YouTubers actually use pen reels for jetty fishing. Okay. Uh, like the heavy duty ones and, and stuff like that uh, for casting like we do and whatnot. Uh, it, literally the first time I heard about pen reels prior to when you had bought them was with a YouTuber that I, I oh, listened nice. to, Thresher Fisher thresher fishing sorry um uh, he was using pen reels and i was actually looking at them uh through amazon but then when you said that you had bought them at bass pro yeah i, I like jumped on the occasion right away i yeah, was like oh sure. this is this is this a is little awesome. more local than exactly know. at least we're still in new brunswick but yeah. i mean you know that's right away i was like oh well i don't have to wait for it you know yep and uh, at least i'll be able to see the product prior to buying it and i got mine repaired as well yes uh, last year i had some shafts bend in them Yes. And uh, I sent them back for warranty and very, very good customer service. Yep. No, for sure. That's, I mean, it's a top point right there. Yep. So with that said, being that we've covered, you know. Everything. All our topics. and Invented. Even invented if we could and, uh, and, and, you know, and our product of the day. Uh, I'd like to, once again, like I've done in every other, other episode, is to wish you guys all a great stay at home and... You know, yes, the Atlantic bubble's opened up now because last time we talked saying that it was going to open up. Yep. Now it is. So, you know, don't forget, disinfectant, you know, social distancing is very important. Yeah. Wear the mask if you have to. We suggest that you do. Yeah, definitely. Like, <laughs> Especially when you start going into Walmarts and you yeah. start going into Canadian Tires. I mean, follow them. <laughs> follow the arrows. For, for the, please. For the, love of, uh, for the love of everything, just... Follow the arrows. You're not invincible. <laughs> it's like, know, even if you think you are, <laughs> you're not. Yeah, like just, you know, be safe out there. Yep. That's that's one of our our greatest things. Let's we're doing good now. Let's keep, keep it up. Let's keep it up, and let's keep this going so that we can actually like get back to what we used to have, a simile of what we used to have. Yeah, if we can ever. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So you know what. Like I said, be safe, be safe out there, and have a good one, and we'll see you guys out on the water. Cheers. Cheers.